Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Hey guys, it's Jack from uh, Miles and Jack. I'm at Boosties. I'm trying out a new YouTube persona. What's going on, guys? Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Uh, The All-Star break is approaching. And now that the trade deadline is behind us with a massive league exploding KD trade, I'm done with that. I I can only keep that energy up so much. Teams are now fighting it out for playoff spots. The reality has set in. We're going to check in on the races in each conference, discuss some of the new faces in new places with the goat of this NBA social media thing, writer, producer, host, King, Josiah Johnson on today's episode. I'm Jack O'Brien. And I'm Jabari Davison for Miles. And this is Miles, Miles and Jack. And I'm Jack. <laughs> Josiah Johnson, what's happening? Thank you so much for joining us. Where's Miles at? IR? What happened? Yeah, he's on the IR. Uh, I was about to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up, everybody? Appreciate y'all having me. Thank He'll you be reevaluated in three or four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> he's right. on that LeBron move, Super Bowl, and, and getting, yep. getting light warm-ups in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All gravy. Broke the record yeah. and said, all right, I'm done with y'all. <laughs> That's right. Broke the record for most podcast laughs in a single day. The guy did it. Uh, we, we held a big ceremony, but unfortunately, they made us cut it out of the episode. Josiah. Gills Arena, which debuts February 21st. Tell us about the show. New project with me and Gil. Uh, everybody who still loves No Chill, we, we'll still be doing that with Fubo, but we signed on with Underdog Fantasy to do a, a new live show. Be three days a week, Tuesday through Thursday, kicking off February 21st, Tuesday after the All-Star Game. Uh, really, me and Gil kind of in a new light, exploring everything topical going on in pop culture, giving you quick reacts to any and everything with that same unfiltered banter that you've come to expect from both of us. So super excited to get that thing going. Uh, appreciate you to underdog fantasy for coming through with a, a lovely bag. And if you don't have the underdog fantasy, <laughs> app, nice. I'm, hey. I'm going to be in my promo. And if you don't have the underdog fantasy app, you can go ahead and download it. You can either use code King, which is my code. I can get some bread off of it or code Gills arena. They'll match your first deposit up to hundred bucks, but appreciate you. Wow. Underdog fantasy. Wow. I'll be getting into it. Look I'm not really, that. I don't do any of that that stuff normally, but they came through with the app. It's, it's very easy to use. A lot of higher lowers. Guys have been letting me down. I'll just say that. But guys have also <laughs> been, been helping me flourish. So I appreciate you to them. Underdog fantasy. So like that, 
I, I tend to go for the not underdogs when I'm doing fantasy. I tend to go for the guys who win a lot personally. But I'm an underdog guy now. You know okay. what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I guess you got to find the value. Always. Find the value. Uh, all right. We, we have to talk about, I mean, we recorded last week's episode a couple days before the biggest event of the season, the biggest trade in a decade, maybe, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, KD... Uh, got traded to the Suns, blew up the league. How, what are you guys thinking? How, how do you feel about this? It's a little disappointing, I'm going to be honest. Uh, you know, as a lifelong LeBron fan and, and as a result of that, a Lakers fan, uh, they made some great moves, didn't have to come up off of both first-round picks. Got Rui uh, a couple weeks ago, came through with D'Angelo, Malik Russell, and, and Jared Vanderbilt. So we were feeling good about ourselves, and that, that feel-good lasted all of about 45 seconds because next thing you know, KD on the way to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, very disappointing. D- don't think the trade should have happened. Was really hoping that, <laughs> that KD and Kyrie and Josiah could have figured it out. Kept them yeah. in the Eastern Conference. But it seemed like that was, you know, one of the main destinations you wanted to go to this offseason. So for me, it's like, what's the point? You know, we, we sit here and wasted all this time. The Nets basically got them on loan to the trade deadline. And now KD and Kyrie are both gone, which is, is a wild thing to think. You know, they were on like, what, a... A crazy run after they fired Steve Nash and brought Jock Vaughn in, winning games, looking like they were going to compete and contend in the Eastern Conference. Had the Bucks and the Celtics a little nervous. And now, and I think a lot of people are down on that net squad now. I'm not as down because uh, Cam Thomas has come in and really done his thug thizzle. Yeah. But for the what Western is Conference, happening with Cam Thomas? Like, the, it's really, I think I heard somebody compare it to Lynn Sanity, which is the last time I can remember somebody just all of the sudden being unstoppable midseason for the first time in their career, like just game to game, is a walking bucket all of a yeah. sudden. Hopefully he has something to smile about now, now that he's been dropping those 40 pieces, but... Right. <laughs> yeah. But do we think the Suns are now the favorite out West? I don't know. Uh, look, I think after what happened to them last season uh, with Luka coming in Game 7 and just completely embarrassing them, I think with, if KD stays healthy, D-Book stays healthy, CP3 stays healthy... Aiden stays healthy. They're going to be a hard team to beat, but I would not be shocked if somebody's able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I got to be honest with you, Jack, to, an- you know, to answer you directly, you guys know that clip of uh, Skip Bayless where he's like, it's my turn. It's my turn. That's how I felt when this trip, when that trade went down, you know, th- to Josiah's point, all of the, you know, we're all feeling good about the Lakers. We're feeling they, finally, they made a move. Finally, they did something. Finally, they're ready to go. And then all of a sudden, the sun just came in and stole everybody's thunder. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just stole it. And like you, Josiah, I'm still skeptical, but I want that rematch. I want Dallas and I want Phoenix. I want those two going against one another. And I want Luka just sitting there waiting to play spoiler. It is funny. We, we've talked before about how KD was like one of the first people on the Devin Booker like trail. Like when Devin Booker was a rookie and, you know, not like a he, he wasn't top 10 pick or anything. KD was a Devin Booker appreciator. Uh, it makes sense that he wanted to be there. It'll be interesting to watch them play together. I think KD's coming back after the All-Star break. Out East, Celtics, most likely team to get out of there. How's, how's everybody feeling? I'm a Bucks pander. Obviously, Pops works for the Bucks. Uh, they've been great to me anytime I pull up to Milwaukee. Surprising to get more love in Milwaukee than I do in LA, which is a little unfortunate. The Lakers <laughs> are, are hopefully going to do their best to try to rectify that and, and just improve that situation, but I think you can't count out that Buck squad. You know, if Middleton stays healthy, Giannis is absolute beast. I was at that Lakers Bucks game right after LeBron broke the record. So I was a little disappointed. Thought I was going to get to see him do it or at least set the new record. LeBron set out, obviously. But after 80, I think gave him like 40 in the first game. Giannis was on a tear and really doing a bunch of crazy work. So I wouldn't discount that Buck squad. I think the Celtics obviously are the favorite to come out of the East right now. But I would not be surprised. You know, we look at the playoffs last season without Middleton. Buck still put up a fight. So I think if, if Middleton and Giannis bring in Drew Holiday, obviously going to do what he does. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks go ahead and go back to the finals. Yeah, as of this recording, they still haven't lost, right? They, they got, what, the 10, ten straight? Yeah, yeah, 10 in a row. Look, Jack, I, I'll do it for you. I, I have to bring up the team who we haven't mentioned yet. If we're being honest, out east, I, I think... Cleveland. Cleveland huh? does look good. No, uh, it's not Cleveland. I know. What you about nope. to say? Nope, nope. About I'm, talking say? About, I'm talking about Joel Embiid. Ooh. And Jim oh, Harden playing the best, you know, the Jim best basketball Harden. I've seen him play in, in a couple years. You know, Ty Maxey, you know, healthy, playing well. All of a sudden, the Sixers, in in my estimation, year after year after year, it was always like, yeah, they'll get, they'll make it in. 
but you know, second round out. That's what it's been for the first time in a long time. It doesn't feel that way for me, at least. Am I crazy, or you know, is, is this a you know, we don't believe you, you need more people situation? The Philly, Philly got to get that streak going. They they what lost lost in the finals of every major sport, right? Yeah, so yeah, maybe I'll be back. Too. That's the one Let's thing go. that's making me believe this year is different. But I don't <laughs> team like, of destiny. After they lost to the Heat last year in the second round, I was like, this just seems to be their level. This is where they want to be. They want to be in the second round, getting everybody excited, heading into the second round, and then flaming out in the second round. I have been a fan of the Sixers for enough years now to just be like, this is. it seems like it's what it is unless there's some massive change, unless Harden comes in in like amazing shape, and he has come in in much better shape, and he looks better but I don't know. I, I don't. I, I'm also completely, that's the one team that I can't be objective about. It feels to me like they are a first or second round out personally, but we'll, we'll see, man. It really, it really does feel like the Bucks, though, to, to me, having watched them play, having watched Giannis feels like the, I've, there's been a lot of dominant performances this season. Watching Giannis these past couple weeks feels like the most dominant. I've seen on a basketball court this year. He was scoring at will on the Lakers, and it was literally like whenever he felt like doing it. Funny story for you guys, quick one. So my dad works for the Bucks. Uh, they were out in Atlanta not too long ago. He's on the elevator with Giannis, and uh, you know he tried to strike up a little convo, and he's like, man, it's great to have all these guys coming back so you don't have to score 50 every night. He's like, Giannis just sits there, doesn't say anything. Then as they're walking out of the elevator, Giannis turns to him and just says, I like scoring 50. <laughs> walks oh, off, like, okay. so, so, but he looks like he likes scoring 50. Just the, the, the moral of that story. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the like ease with fun. it. Yeah. You know, and, and obviously I do the show with Gil. Gil had some 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 interesting opinions. I think people, a lot of people took the wrong way. But I think the main gist and point of it is if Giannis can become that three-level scorer, he may be the most unstoppable player that we've ever seen. Look, he may never have to get to that third level. You know, the three ball may not never have to really be his thing, but if he can get to that point, there's literally no way you can stop this man. I mean, the amount of improvement on every part of his game, like from when he started, is pretty wild. Like, I, w- I would not be surprised if he just comes in one year and he's like shooting 43 from behind yeah. the yard. That's, and like, and yeah, that's the yo. thing when you look at him, he's only been playing since he's like 14 or 15 years yeah. old. So this is the thing people have to remember. Now, he's only in his, like, 12th year of actual basketball. Yeah. And for those of us that have hooped a long time, like, you know how valuable it is as a – I got him coaching my five-year-old now, and even seeing that, but adding the skill set and where he's where he's grown over the past couple months. So, you know, you equate that to Giannis, and he still has time in his game. He's got another good, what, seven to ten years, right? He's yeah. still He's still kind of just barely scratching That's the scary. surface of his prime. So it's not like this dude's not going to put in the work and add in new layers every single yeah. year, which he's already done. We've already seen. So if, like I said, if he can get that, and even I compare him to, he looks like a bigger LeBron to me. Obviously, not not as much bag and handle and skill set, but the way LeBron's jumper was a little shaky early on in his career, right? It was mm-hmm. you know during those Heat years, he was pulling threes and it was definitely like, oh, these, these are not going in. Where now he's added <laughs> that he's added that a solid three ball to his game. So it's not to say that it's unheard of, and he's done done that from like year thirty four on. So it's not. To say that Giannis can't do that now in his yeah. mid twenties, like it's very yeah. possible. He's ahead of where I. Uh, he's ahead of schedule where I had him uh, at this point. You know, yeah. I thought he'd have. Uh, you know, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, he's he's incredible. <laughs> uh, all right, there there were a lot of like underrated. Like it seemed like a lot of people, a lot of teams were just like, I don't know, let's let's try something here. There's just everybody got traded. There's so many trades that I feel like we're still realizing people are on. A different team so just I'm, I'm gonna go through some of the ones that weren't kevin durant and uh you guys stop me when you know you you have something to say but so josh hart is now a nick uh luke Kennard now plays for the grizzlies uh josh richardson is on the pelicans um jay crowder bucks mike muscala to the celtics like um, interesting that's interesting yeah i mean yeah <laughs> to have a to have a five that can shoot coming off the bench is definitely interesting. That's a great pickup for them. Bones Highland, Eric Gordon, and Mason Plumlee to the Clippers. like that that a lot. I'm a big Bones fan, man. I I love Bones, his demeanor. I love his pettiness. Obviously, that interview (laughs) recently, they asked him about, you know, playing with two stars in the Nuggets versus playing with two stars on the Clippers, and he completely did not acknowledge Jamal Murray at all in that. So, that almost, that's troublesome to me just from the standpoint of when you have guys like that. I've interviewed Bones a few times. If those those older vet guys, you know, 
they're not taking in the younger guys, kind of showing them the ropes. But Bones has been killing. He was balling out in January, shooting yeah. great from three. And I think, you know, he's coming in now trying to show he's a point guard. I don't know how much we're going to see of that, but just them having him now as an option. And I know they kind of Reggie Jackson that fell out of favor over there. So seeing Bones with that Clippers guy, Mason Plumlee is going to be a great addition too. And even Eric Gordon, where, you know, now guys have something to play for. You know, you know, playing with the Houston Rockets, you know, they're in the rebuilding phase. They got a bunch of young guys. Obviously not as concerned about winning as they are about stacking these these draft picks, but hopefully Eric Gordon even not get revitalized, come out to L.A., you know, playing the, the, the same arena, but it's not the same feel, obviously, when the Lakers and Clippers play. Got to be honest, I was I was kind of shocked that Bones was available. Like, I Me get too. It. You know, I, yeah. I get his timeline is different uh, than, you know, the championship aspirations, or I guess, uh, you know, Jokic and, and Jamal Murray. But part of me, you know, still feels a little bit weird about that. Yeah, look, and maybe I'm hating from the outside of the club because, right, because the you, Clippers are the your least one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yeah, I, I was a little bit surprised that he became available. Good on the Clippers for making it happen. Yeah, you said that with your whole body. You seem to really mean it. Good on the Clippers. <laughs> uh, Even the Nuggets getting Thomas Bryant though, which you know he, he was yeah. balling out for the Lakers. You know, a little salty for me. It was like, all right, man, like. You know, AD doesn't really like playing the five. This was a, a great option on the defensive side. Obviously not as great, but offensively, he was really locking in and doing some things. I think he had like a 30-point game a few weeks ago while AD was out and was really helping, you know, keep that squad in the hunt for the playoffs. So for the, the Nuggets to be able to pick him up, that's a little little concerning too. Obviously not going to play too much with Joker, but if if the, the off chance, which obviously you don't hope for, but if Joker isn't getting hurt or anything like that now, he's going to be able to at least come in and help out a little bit to fill that void. All right. We, we've held off long enough. The Lakers also made a couple trades that Lakers fans are very optimistic about. Uh, I'm sitting back and reserving judgment. But how do you guys feel? D'Lo, obviously, coming home. Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, and then losing Thomas Bryant. Like, how, wh- Where do you feel like the, the Lakers are in the mix? I uh, think, look, if that squad can, can get it together and Darvin Ham can lock in, but even the Rui pickup, for Kendrick yeah. Nunn, yeah. who, you know, Nunn was pretty much chilling. He, he was just bag finessing, which I never knock a man for finessing his bag, but, <laughs> you know, didn't didn't play at all last year. Kind of, you know, was just posted, chilling, wearing nice fits on the bench. Did a little bit this year when he was called upon, but to get Rui in there now to add some deed, add some shooting, he's kind of still figuring it out, and he seems like a guy that the problem when you, when you come to Lakers is you got to be able to adjust to playing in the bright lights, right? Like, you know, every arena ain't the same, so you come in a staple center, which some may call crypto, we're not really rolling with crypto right now, so it'll always be the stable center to me. <laughs> the crypt. But pl- the bright lights, the stars, everybody just courtside, all the stuff going on. Doesn't seem too phased by it. I like D'Lo. D'Lo coming back home. You know, I, n- I never understood even the, the Gobert and Cat situation with Minnesota, but for him to now be able to, to come back, now now the Timberwolves are really, really locking in with Ant and basically let him know at the guard position that's his squad. But I think D'Lo is going to be a great pickup. I'm excited to see how this plays out. And I'm a UCLA guy, so I love Russell Westbrook. Uh, it was a tough, you know, two seasons for Russ, you know, season and a half, whatever it was. But just see the way that the fans, you know, knowing how much Russ loves L.A., what it means to him, Kobe's his favorite player. And to see you know, he had a tough year last year, I won't say it was all bad, but the problem is, especially in a city like this, you know, the negatives are going to always outweigh the positives. So, you know, it's a guy who had a, a negative reputation while he was with the Lakers, which is unfortunate, but for, for Russ to now be able to move on, hopefully – in the situation and man if he goes to the the clippers or the bulls or wherever he ends up i think he's going to be a, a vital vital asset and you're getting a great guy great locker room guy and that's other stuff too you heard you know conflicting reports about he's this he's that in the locker room but i've talked to several of his former teammates and they do nothing but sing his praises he's a guy that, that, that works hard is always available always trying to help the team win and you know it just didn't work out in la and i wasn't the, the biggest fan of that trade when it happened had to pretend like it for social obviously to get these jokes and these memes off but just just didn't see how him and LeBron were really going to be able to be effective. So right now, bringing D'Lo in, have another another option to get some buckets, take some of the pressure off of LeBron and AD. It's it's you know I don't think this squad and this is the crazy thing about the West, man. When when you look at the West, top to bottom, there were like four or five games out from like a, a fourth or fifth seed. Like this this back end of the the season after the All Star break is going to be wild, and wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think they'll at least make the plan, but wouldn't be surprised if, if they're actually in the playoffs, don't have to play one of these playing games. They could finish sixth or better, but if they can lock in, you know, LeBron knows he's getting old. Father time, you know, it's, it's creeping, creeping around the corner, even even despite all the numbers and all that other stuff. You know, it, it, there's a lot of pressure put on LeBron early in the season, especially when AD went down. 
And for me, like LeBron should only really have to play 60 to 65 games in the regular season. Looks like he'll be a little bit above that. But, you know, if the team can got a great win on the Warriors with LeBron was out, got smacked by the Blazers, obviously, with them out. But if the team team could do something and AD can kind of finally step into that that role as the feature player, at least in the regular season, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them fifth, sixth seed. Wow. Five, six seed. Like you said, I mean, it's wild how close things are, but they are five games out from the four seed. So, yeah. Allow me to be the pessimist here. I like the moves they made. The pieces finally fit. Uh, on the rest situation, I thought it was time for both sides. I think it was. I thought it was a great idea for both sides to move on. I hated seeing you know, like you, Josiah. I had to bite my tongue because I simply didn't want to just crap all over a guy that I've been a fan of for you know, for such a long time. Uh, but you know, from the very start, that was not going to be a situation that worked out. I will say, you know, I, I recognize that the Clippers have been thrown out there. I recognize that, you know, Chicago's been thrown out there. I'm still holding out hope for him to go to Miami because I think that he can make a, you know, make a fun run, you know, you know, with that Miami squad. Uh, but in terms of the Lakers, the reason why I'm this, I, I, I'm going to play the pessimist is I know that they're still within range. But look, we're at 25 games, man. At a certain point, you're just gonna, you're just going to run out of time. So if you had to put your money on it, not the ifs and the ifs and all of that, if you're putting your money on it, what's more likely? They make it in and, and make some noise or build towards next year. I'll say it like that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. see. It, um, it's, it was the same thing last year when it was like, all right, they still got hope. All right, they still no. got hope. And then it was like, all right, Cancun on three. <laughs> End of the day, that's what it was. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk MVP. Uh, and a couple other things. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddy makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. And we're back. And when it comes to the MVP race, it feels like Jokic is going to get it is that something you can 
do on the fantasy sites? Can you, can you put a little action I, on MVP? I, I mean, uh, higher or lower. So will he end the season with, with 0.5 MVPs, higher or lower? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I think, you know, what you're seeing from Joker, and again, the knock from Joker last season was like, oh, this is like a, a six seed, and he's not getting it done, and he's kind of doing this stuff because all the guys are out. Now this, this team is, uh, you know, best in the West. He's still doing what he's doing, but I'm a Giannis guy, man, and I, and, and I no knock to Joker. I love his game, mm. but I've also seen Joker get just 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 you know mentally clamped up by Dwight Howard in the bubble. Like there's just players that can get to him, and offensively, probably one of the greatest offensive bigs, if not the best offensive big. It's tough to say that with Will Chamberlain, but that I've seen with my own eyes. Best offensive yeah. big, I think, in, in the history of post Will Chamberlain era. But yeah, we'll see how it pans out, and I think you know. You got to kind of have to give it to him, but the problem is if you've you've had a lot of voter, you know, they talk about the voter fatigue with guys like Michael Jordan, Kobe only getting one, I think, in his career when obviously he deserved several more. LeBron situation where there were, there was periods where people were just tired of voting for him. Curious to see if it plays out the same way with Joker. Got a feeling that since he's a lighter shade of skinned, it may not it may not gravitate that way. They may they may roll with giving him the, the three MVPs. Last but person not, to do three in a row. Larry Bird. Yeah, exactly. So, so mm. four days. You know, mm. Yeah. People don't get <laughs> tired know. of voting for them. Weird. Yeah. Oh. It's weird. It's a weird situation. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't wouldn't knock it if it happened. I mean, I think you you've seen a lot of guys. I think MB's gonna make a big push towards the end. He's another guy who's, you know, elevated his game. It looks phenomenal out there. I mean, it would just be good to see Embiid and Jokic like play against each other. I feel like once we see them play against each other, we'll have a better you, oh, wait, wait, they you mean like last they week? did? Oh, how did it go when they played against each other? Who who did better when I, Embiid? If and... I'm not mistaken, Embiid destroyed them. So oh yeah. right, 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 right. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Like, so three three in a row is like we we haven't seen it since. Like I said, Larry Bird, and you're still having to overlook the like he's not a defensive zero, but he's not like all all the people they're overlooking were also. Like that, that they got tired of voting for, like Jordan and LeBron, and you know they were also among the most dominant defenders in the league when they did that, and that's not the case. And then you look at his competition, Giannis and Embiid are both top five like defenders in the league, like both in terms of analytics and like if you just like ask people who watch basketball, like they're like, yeah, those are among the most dominant defenders who like change the offense when they're in there. So I don't know. He's he's ranked 30th defensive analytics, but like I I don't know. It, it just doesn't it doesn't feel it feels like that we need to we need to move on this year. That's my argument. Let me ask Josiah this. When who's the who's the next American born player that's gonna win it? It's tough. <laughs> Maybe LeBron, honestly, the way he keeps playing like he's playing. Yeah. Which is, you know, A D was playing at a at a high level early in the season before he got hurt, but you know, definitely, you know, kind of that foot booted him from that that competition, but yeah, I uh, uh, you know Tatum. maybe maybe Steph can see a resurgence Tatum yeah. Yeah, yeah those guys all it doesn't feel like you know those guys are still they haven't they're superstars don't get me wrong but they haven't cracked that, that now level. that that MVP yeah. level that that the best of the best but would not be surprised when I was looking at the defensive analytics to to make my argument uh, because I I knew. I, I had to do something. I can't. I can't just let Jabari sit here and say Jokic is the best player he's ever seen. Like he was saying yesterday when we were prepping, whoa. saying that like he definitely deserves the third MVP in a row. Like he was saying yesterday when we were prepping. Um, no, I'm just playing. But I, I was looking at the analytics. I also just have to call out top defenders this year. Five of the top eleven are Cleveland Cavaliers. That's crazy. <laughs> That's. Like of the top defensive players, like according to the analytics, uh, in terms of win share, which the reason why they're thirty eight and twenty two, yeah, and have the best point differential other than the Celtics. Can I just say something about analytics real quick? Like I support them, but I feel like it was a lot of dudes who never got a bucket in any level of basketball that sure. have now come up with these calculations and formulations and all that other good stuff. I'll just say that again. I support it. No knock to it. I think it definitely helps in a lot of regards. I love numbers. I'm, I'm heavy on analytics myself in my own personal life. But it just feels like now we've got a lot of dudes, and I think Charles Barkley or somebody made this point, but, you know, a lot of dudes who, who could never hoop that are now trying to, you know, without, oh, but I crunched the numbers and did these calculations, statistics, whatever. For me, there's so much more that goes into the analytics. 
that that's deeper in kind of terms of just how you evaluate and analyze things. And, you know, the eye test is the eye test. And believe me, I don't, I don't stand or live by that as well. But I think some mix of both, like, you know, Darvin Ham, Darvin Ham and the, the, pre, the post game, I think presser after they got smacked by the Blazers was, Oh, the analytics said that, that these threes weren't, weren't bad shots. When I'm thinking like analytics dude might need to go on hiatus, bro. Cause y'all was getting cooked. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we, we saw you. We right. saw the tape, man. We, yeah. <laughs> we saw what took place. You know, the, the numbers Analyze are right. the bottom of this net. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the analytics are most helpful for me on defense just because that's like I, when I'm watching the game, I just don't naturally watch defense, you know? So like, it's just harder for me to track. So like, that's probably where they need to like improve the most, but that, that is the most that I, I rely on analytics. But it's, it's tough when it's a team game, you got five guys out there. So, you know, analytics, if, if it's a missed shot, doesn't mean that it was a you know a bad shot good shot there's a lot of stuff that goes into that so it's just yeah. if the analytics haven't told you don't let a guy just go for 30 in the first half maybe yeah. blitz him maybe do some things you know do some things different yeah. all right this is a reference to the blazers game <laughs> this is i blame pat bev for that though and he's not a laker anymore but he got him fired up the last time they played just leave that man alone <laughs> yep okay? oh right soon yeah. as Damien alone I, I, I'm not joking with you. As soon as I saw him come out that way, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, Pat Bev, you got him fired up the last time y'all played him, and now you're not even here to take this. You right. got to see this man again. I'm just never a fan of, you know, the bo- you, can, you can do the boasting like like the Chiefs after they beat the Eagles, you know, if you want to be Juju and do all that, because the ring is sewed up, can't change the game now. We got the parade coming. But it's a little, you know, it's a little different now. I got to play this dude again. But that's just my <laughs> two cents. Yep. The men are grown. They get paid much more than me. They're going to do what they want. All right. Just a couple performances we wanted to highlight. One of them, you know, Jalen Brunson with 40, Josh Hart with 27 off the bench in a blowout over the over the Nets. So this is a new duo who who we're seeing interesting things from immediately. Um, but how, how are we feeling about the Knicks, everyone? Uh, I'm, I'm not down on the Knicks. The Knicks are, are back to being the, the premier team in New York after the KD and Kyrie trade. <sighs> Solid squad. I think they're starting to figure it out. Jalen Brunson, for me, Big pickup. I know when he first came, everybody thought, well, maybe we're overpaying him with that four-year, $100 million deal. I think he's earned all of that bread and really yeah. got this squad you know, yeah. looking looking solid. I think the Josh Hart pickup is going to be great for them. And this is a team, again, they're not, you know, I don't think they can win a chip, but they could definitely make some noise in the Eastern Conference and maybe upset somebody, too, in the process. Clarkson fires from three. Clarkson is going to hurt himself. So he knows. Oh, there's Hart with the assist from his and there's another like thing that. too. You got college guys that you know you rock with and you roll with, and now you're playing in the league together. It does a little something for you because you're going through those things together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we wanted to look at this defense from the Wolves uh, perimeter defense at the end of the game. Class of 2020. Yeah. They're, no, they're class of 2020 draft. Oh, the, the yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 43 right. years old combined, which is, you know, Jesus. a couple years <laughs> younger than LeBron. They're the same wow. age as I am combined. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we wanted to look at this D from the Wolves, just locking down. Down the stretch of a game was pretty doggone good. A challenge there. Just good defense. I wonder this about, and, and let me ask Josiah this. Luke and Kyrie, I think they're going to be incredibly exciting, but in particular in a series, uh, you know, where the opposing team has, you know, has a lot of guys to throw at them. I wonder if they have enough or if anybody else is going to be able to step up. Well, look, I think at the end of the day, you know, at least one of those two guys is going to be locked in and be able to get buckets and yeah. hopefully in the, in the postseason, both of them will. The thing that's going to be interesting to see is, you know, Kyrie is a supreme level bucket getter. So is Luca. The Mavs are Luca's team. How much Kyrie is going to be willing to sacrifice Come that time, you know, Kyrie has a little bit more playoff experience than Luka has actually won a championship and done it at the highest level, dotting Steph's eyeball with the three, you know, to give that 2016 mm. Cavs squad the chip. Yeah. Where where that's kind of going to be the knock on Luka until he can at least get to that finals type of level. So will it be a situation we saw with like LeBron and D-Wade back with Bronze, I think first year with, with the Heat when it's like, all right, I've done this before. Let me let me let me take the show. And how's Luka going to step up or how's he going to react in that situation? I think Kyrie, you know, is kind of coming in with the understanding, like, this is Luka's squad. I think he's going to defer if necessary. But at the end of the day, if Luka's not delivering or bringing it, you have a guy in Kyrie that can step up. It's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the team kind of rallies around him. 
but that was the knock for Luca previously, right? Like he's he's one superstar. You know, he needs another one to be able to get to that next level. I think it'll, you'll see, especially the way this league is now with these high scoring games, it benefits both of them to get, have two guys that can get buckets at will whenever they feel like it. And you like to think that if the rest of the team could just be proficient enough and knock down shots where they can. But now here's two guys. It makes it really hard to double because you're leaving at least one of them open. But now if, if you do have to lock in on both of them, there should be at least one more guy who'll be able to step up and knock down some shots when needed. Yeah. I feel the most relevant thing for the postseason is just that both of them, you know, when it when things break down, when they figure out your offense and all the scheming that, you know, your coach was to put in, the you still have two people who can, who are just walking buckets. Like, you know, no matter what, like that's the one thing that you can't game plan for. So like, I, I don't know. I feel like they're kind of more intriguing in the postseason than I did before the Kyrie trade for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, you guys are exactly right. And, and look, I'm not trying to come across as a hater and I'm not wishing anything bad upon it. I'd like to see them make a deep run together. All I'm saying is I've seen two man teams before in the past where it was just, okay, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. Now, Hey, look, it's fantastic when those are the two guys doing it. All I'm saying is against a team that has multiple big wings that can at least make life difficult for those two or a team like, say, Sacramento. Say they get matched up with Sacramento where, yeah, of course, you know, you're going to you're going to score some points against them. But it makes me concerned that, you know, th- that those other guys aren't going to have it. But, you know, I, I guess we'll let we'll let it play out. See how it goes. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll do the fastest segment in podcasting. We'll be right back. Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests. We're gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. And we're back. And it is time for the fastest segment in podcasting. This is the rapid fire segment of Miles and Jack got mad boosties with Jabari Davis. Uh, Hold on, who, who got the most boosties of the crew before we get to this rapid fire? And what what is that cumulative boosty? Is it over 40 inches combined? Combined, maybe. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 45. What do we got? I could get net the last time I tried, which was like 10 years ago. So yeah. I'm going to add my 15 to it. I'm going to add my 15. Right, there we go. To whatever we y'all go. got will get us over the hump. I think I can still get the back. So we'll <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, it's sad. My, my 67-year-old dad is going to do his it. birthday dunk next week, um, and uh, he could jump higher than me. So wow. y'all, sh- y'all shouldn't feel bad. Hey, you know, Pop still got it, though. I, I, I actually look forward to those birthday dunk posts each year. So but I'll, every I'll, year I'll, it's the same thing around this time. It's like, oh man, this year I talked to him a couple weeks ago. Like, look, you're going to do it. Oh, my hips are janky. I don't, I can't do it. I've been, I've been working with the buck staff though, the medical team to try and get them <laughs> right. And then I saw him on his birthday last week. He's like, yeah, we're doing the dunk. Like I'm, I'm ready. I'm locked in. I'm like, wow. all right, man, we're going to see like, you know, be humble. All right. Just be <laughs> humble. Get it in. I do have to admit that the net that I could reach was extremely long. It was, it was one of the longest nets. That, oh, the eight uh, foot basket? Yeah. But, you know, I made sure of it. Uh, I'm banging out on the eight foot, though. I don't even yeah. tippy, oh, I can tippy toe that one. Yeah. My kid, at my kid's school, they have a low, a low basket that I just go there. I'm goaltending. Dunking on kids. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Josiah, you've been here before. It's the fastest moment in podcasting. Uh, no thought whatsoever given to these just to your instinct we're going off instinct here y'all trying to get me packed up but i'm ready you know let's go <laughs> what do you mean it's like dude okay i didn't have time to think about all that let's just get it all right jabari you start off here all right go. josiah if you wait are you sure you want me to go first yeah 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 Yeah, i i desperately want you to go first joe who would you like to go for i i, I we just have to make sure yeah hey, you no, you got it jabari go ahead okay all right, all right let's do it let's do it Josiah, if you could bet on any fan base to make the in-arena challenge shots, you know, the layup, the free throw, the three-pointer in the half court, which fan base or fan bases would you bet on? I'm going to go with the Lakers because I've seen it happen several times now. You know, Why is that? Yeah, they're every, so good. At the Lakers. Every time you can see Jeannie's face and it's like, oh, we don't have this bag to give y'all. Right? <laughs> These bags are tied up. Like, <laughs> every time it happens, day? though, he's like, oh, damn, Matt Ryan gonna get booted. Or every time, you know, somebody, <laughs> yeah, somebody on that roster. like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, he, he's smiling, but he's like, damn, all right, there, there's my walking papers. But I think the Lakers fan base, I've probably seen the most hit the half quarters. And I forget what team it was, but they had the janky one where like they hit a half quarter and won like five hundred bucks. Five hundred dollars. Those are the Indiana Pacers. That's what made us come up with this question. <laughs> like, I really want to do like, like for five hundred dollars, dog. <laughs> that was that was our question. Is like, is it so commonplace? Is everybody just so, so pure, born with a basketball in their hand in Indiana that like it's they're just like, yeah, well, we'll give you five hundred bucks, whatever. That's fair uh, though. That, it yeah. is the Hoosier State. It is. Um, all right, dream scripted basketball movie to commit. You know, we just found out about Air. Uh, the the movie starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck somehow about the invention of the Air Jordan shoe uh, that they didn't even cast anyone as Michael Jordan. He's just like a presence, a gravitational wow. black hole in the Did middle of the movie. That, can, yeah. see a back of a fort, like a back of the head at least? The back of the head, yeah. Like there's a, a shot in the trailer of the back of the head, him walking into the Nike offices and then... I, so I was like, who'd they get to play Jordan? Because you that that seems impossible, right? He's just like so iconic. You can't get anybody. You can't cast anybody to play him. And they said they specifically didn't cast anyone. He's just this presence that they, they should have got Kevin Hart see. to play Larry Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gonna be Flex Alexander. <laughs> there you go. Hey, the Michael Jordan Lifetime movie was one of the greatest things. <laughs> no, no names on the jersey. I mean, come on. How do you how do you not appreciate that beautifulness? Do you have a dream scripted basketball movie you want you I, want to pitch? I would love to see a movie on. Uh, he's my favorite basketball player in the league right now, uh, representing the South Sudan. Uh, a man who has gone through trial tribulations, walking in the shadow of his father, who was another great baller. Uh, none yeah. other than Bol Bol. I'd love to see a Bol Bol movie. Yo. This is a great idea or the, I mean the minute ball story, like you could use the perspective, like stuff that they use for Lord of the Rings. So, you know, (laughs) that, that would be very cinematic. Very amazing. Flashbacks to Bobo, like that latest screen movie, but obviously done in a tasteful way. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. right. Jabari, you're up. All right. Keeping it going. We're going to play getting in or headed home in mid April. The Brooklyn Nets. The team is still nine games over 500. They hold a seven-game lead in the loss column over the current 10 seed with under 25 games left. Are they getting in or are they going home? Yeah, they're in the East. They're getting in. Yeah, they're getting in. Fair enough. 
All right, here's one, the Pelicans, because many of us, you know, we anticipated a big year from New Orleans. Some were a little bit higher on them than others, uh, but the team finds itself currently just a game and a half up on the 11 seed out West. And reports are that Zion could miss a good chunk in the remaining schedule due to re-aggravating his hamstring. Are they getting in or are they going home? Well, they might be at the crib, but, you know, I love Zion, love B.I., I love that crew, love C.J. McCollum. And, uh, you know, even what they did last year, trying to, you know, sneaking in to, to the plan. But I, might, I think I might be at, at the crib. Because mm. the Lakers are getting in. So somebody's got to right. go. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to, you know, look around, look to your left, look to your right. One of, one of them can't be there. Maybe both of them. So they got to the th- leapfrog the Thunder, the Blazers, the Jazz, which I think the Jazz are probably on their way out. The Warriors, the Wolves, New Orleans. I mean, who, who's gone? I, I can't figure it out. Like, I'd, this is going to be tough. Um... Hey, speaking of the Wolves, Anthony Edwards recently acknowledged a three-bag-per-day habit of hot Cheetos fries. What was your wildest eating habit when you were a young athlete like myself? So I, I think about this often and uh, and just what we were able to accomplish back in those days. But uh, a bag of chili cheese Fritos, and this is a regional thing. They do it. Like in the South, they do it, but they turn the bag the wrong way. We like the bag straight up. But you, can, you do it with Doritos, too. But you take the Fritos. You actually put some cheddar cheese, some chili in there. If it's a, a nice eclectic snack, snack yeah. check, throw some onions in there, too. But you could, eat, you could eat one of those in a tiki punch and have enough energy to play, like, four or five games. <laughs> you were doing that before tournaments? Yeah, the amount of basketball I played with just hot dogs in my system. <laughs> just nothing but, like, you know, those concession stand hot dogs. Like the no smart water. final janky. You know, you get, like, the, the 100 box of hot dogs. For yeah. Like five yeah. bucks. Like, yeah. No yeah. water, drinking soda all day. Yeah, water Hot without dogs and chips. What was the wildest thing you witnessed diet wise? Did you ever like play with someone who was just like you know an amazing athlete despite the fact that they were surviving off of gummy candies? So my college teammate TJ Cummings, uh, son of Terry Cummings, but TJ could eat like a whole BJ's pizza, and I'm talking about like the bigger like you know big whole pizza, Ooh. like two two big pizzukis. You know what I mean? And within like <laughs> the Pazuki. Within wow. with like the big, you know, we used to finesse yeah. BJs and Westwood back in the day. Oh, it's my birthday today. Like, you know, it's my birthday <laughs> probably about 65 times. Every time yeah. you go into BJ, because they had to give you a free bazooki, then he would put a bazooki on top of that. But he could take that down and still, you know, go out and drop 20 like like it was nothing. Wow. Amazing. I'm impressed by that of uh, that alone. Two bazookis beyond before the <laughs> even without the pizza, the two bazookis would have me done. Yeah, like you know, I've never seen human being able to eat like that. Like if I ate those two bazookies, you know, what I mean, if I if I looked at those two bazookies, I was gaining five pounds. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Josiah. We ask everybody. I think I believe you've been here for one of these questions in the past, but Jack or Jabari? When one on one, you sure. got to pick. You, it's it's up to your interpretation. Jack got the NBA lineage, Jabari. So I'm I'm gonna be be wow. real. Wow. Like, yes. Yes. A great answer. Great answer. Birds of a feather. Great answer. He's getting I you see. on. Okay. I know. He, right. he, he, was, I know. he was reading. He was reading the almanacs back in the day, recalling colleges, <laughs> looking right. at play sheets, making corrections. What if you slide him over here? Like you know what I mean? So <laughs> it be your own. That's right. <laughs> Both from Cali. But oh, my bad. I forgot, I forgot what month we were taping this in. I forgot what month we were taping this in. Oh, oh exactly. Wow. Oh, I wow. Gotta give it to I got to oh. give it to Jabari. Um, I gotta, I'm sorry. That's fair. I can't, you know, I got I to gotta be able to keep the car. You already know. But March 1st, you ask me again March 1st, hey. and the answer may be different. There we go. All right. Hey, we'll have to have you back. I appreciate on. the reparations. Also, I was, uh, as a kid, I, I skipped Dr. J's last game playing against uh, my grandfather, Jack Ramsey. I skipped his last game because Jaws 2 was on TV. So you, you had me wrong, by the way. That was fought, Stolen Valor when I was like six or seven years old. That's Flash that's fire. what I was about. I was just a, I, I was not, I was not a basketball head when Jaws, I was a kid. Jaws 2. Jaws, you know, Jaws 2 on to, cable. I skipped Dr. Bring. J's last game. <laughs> but this, this is back in the day, though. We, we, yeah. we didn't really have access like that. We didn't have that's streaming right. and all that. So we had to get it when we could get it. And, I mean, they know, electrocute I the dang shark. It's pretty cool. Josiah, uh, <laughs> such a pleasure having you on the show. Um, where can people find you, follow you, hear you, all that good stuff? Honestly, I'm, I feel like I have enough people that can find me, so I don't really want them to. But if, if you feel so inclined, <laughs> go on Twitter, Instagram, King Josiah 54 Also be on the lookout for Gills Arena premiering Tuesday, February 21st. I appreciate you to the crew of Underdog Fantasy. We got a whole new studio. They built this magnificent set. In Gil's career, we're gonna have a bunch of great guests the first week and beyond. And this is real unfiltered, all right. You got you have your 
your square media, right? The square media, they do their square things and they try to do the cool things, but they have to do it with a square lens and square tone. We're the anti-square show, uh, unfiltered raw takes. You already know Gil. Gil. Gil does not care about much and he will speak his mind. It does not care about getting packed up or if you disagree. And I got to admire that because, you know, if I gave Kobe 60, if I gave Steve Nash 54, if I, you know, three-time All-NBA and all that other good stuff he has on his resume, I'll probably be saying the same things in addition to the stacks on stacks on stacks of bread that he has. You know, I wouldn't care about anything either. So make sure yeah, y'all yeah. lock in with us, get it in, and follow Gills Arena on Twitter and Gills Arena Zero on Instagram too so I can keep my job. San Fernando <laughs> Valley legend. All right. Well, thank you so SFB. much, Josiah. That is gonna that is gonna do it for us uh, for this episode. Back next week with more Mad Boosties. Give us a follow on Twitter at Mad Boosties. All right, we will talk to y'all next week. Bye. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.